0: Hey y'all, it's Kid with the first ever Gen X Gamer podcast. That's right, it's arrived. Yeah, this is one of those things, you know, where you find yourself with big dreams to produce something, do something, and it just kind of drags out. And then, bam, you wake up one day and you're quarantined because of the coronavirus. And you're like, no, damn it, I'm going to do this even if my mother is the only one who listens. So once again, I'm excited to present the first ever Gen X Gamers Podcast, a dream that's been in the making for, whoo, seems like forever now. So, I am the host of this podca- podcast, uh, name's Cory, Kidacorius is the handle that I'll, uh, I'll go by in this podcast, a little homage to one of my favorite Nintendo games from my youth, uh, that was it had to be the, one of the most difficult for sure, uh, but happy to be here. I proudly represent Generation X in the world of gaming. Ah, there's so much to say here. So much to do here. But most importantly, know that I am here with you, Gen X gamers. I'm helping you wade through the world of gaming, which you could argue that we were the original gamers. But man, it has grown exponentially, right? So hard to keep track of. And we have such limited time. So that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you. I'm excited for this podcast. I'm, uh, I'm going to be launching some of the ideas and content in this episode of what we'll be covering in this podcast that happens over time. Um, I'm really excited to provide co-hosts that can come in and give us information and their opinions and ideas about gaming and how it affects us old timers. And uh, it should be good. And Before the end of this podcast, I will, uh, I will cover Corona and how it has affected our world of gaming and what gaming means to us in in a in a socially isolating environment. So, anyway, excited to be here and and get started. So, here we go. So, the other night I was playing modern warfare with a couple of my principal buddies um, I've been a principal for the last 11 years and we love to get on in the evenings form a group and like apex or modern warfare and then just go to town on all of the punk groups and kids that we figure we're playing against we think it's funny because if our if the students that that are, that, that we work for had any idea that we were gaming as much as they are they of course would use it against us, but anyway, I was on uh, playing with one of my buddies, and uh, his kid was playing with us, and I was telling my buddy a little bit about, you know, this podcast, and what I was hoping to do with it, and, uh, and his kid, of course, he's a millennial, and, uh, and he says to me, so wait, what are you going to talk about in the podcast, you know, and I kind of pitched him my idea, and what I was hoping to do, and, uh, and of course, he called me a boomer, The hate is real and I'm like a boomer, not a boomer, but he may be right. I might be a boomer. What can I say? But anyway, you know, as, as he asked me that question, I thought, yeah, but I think it's going to be relevant for the Gen Xers, which is of course why it's called Gen X gaming gamers. So, you know, I I really want to talk about what my purpose is. I mean, my purpose for doing this podcast is that I am hoping to wade through all of the crap that's out there in an effort to help my fellow Gen X gamers make informed decisions. I mean, our time is limited, right? Jobs, families, kids, responsibility. We love gaming more than anyone else on the planet. Those who went before us, they think it's irresponsible. And those who came after us, they take it for granted. But we know its roots. We know its place. We know discovering it. We know a world pre and post Nintendo MMOs, RPGs, shooters, dungeon crawlers, levelers, strategy games, but dang it, we can't just cash in everything else in our life and dedicate it to our gaming cause, right? As much as we love it, we know there are a few other things in our lives that are more important and we can't just sacrifice those things. So I'm here to give you the information, right? And the dialogue to help you make informed gaming decisions. I learned, you know, like a decade ago that as much as I loved looking at every game that came out and I wanted to go play it and I wanted to experience, I don't have the time. I had to make I had to make game sacrifices and I had to try to avoid games that were just going to suck dollars out of my pocket and time away from other things. Um, I really just had to focus in on the things that were going to, you know, be worth it and make me happy. So that's what I'm here for. I'm, help, I'm here to help you make that decision by giving you the information, hopefully, that you can use to say, okay, I listened to this podcast on the way to work today. I know that I am not going to play this game or I have got to check out that game or I, I, I need to make this change in my life, right? So that's, that's kind of where I'm going at. And so this information, the dialogue um, that I'm hoping to, to generate, you know, I'm, I'm obviously going to be providing you game reviews and tell you what to stay away from and where to direct your time and hopefully give you, um, you know, some ideas about what it is you're getting into with different games. Um, I want to talk about new things that are on the horizon, right? Give you information about hardware and and gaming things that are coming up, things that you can do. Um, just basically give you the news you need to know to feel like you are still in the know and know what you're talking about, right? When you talk to other people about it, especially people who are younger than you and are probably soaking it in a lot faster. Um, I I actually want to talk about issues that face our generation with gaming, And I know that sounds a little silly, like issues really, but you know, there's actually some serious things to talk about. Uh, I have several friends that have have lost jobs or relationships or things like that because of their addiction to gaming. And and then, you know, how do you engage in these uh, multiplayer games online where you have, quite frankly, kids who are younger and more nimble and agile and you're trying to compete against them. And sometimes you can feel a little overwhelmed and you're out of your league. Um, So I want to talk about that just lots of different things that that kind of come at us Um, We still want to be relevant in in the gaming world um, without feeling like a dinosaur, so um, You know talk about what's the responsible amount of time I should be giving my kids to gaming How do I expose them to gaming and help them develop a love without you know Causing damage or or putting too much priority on it. Uh, So all these things could be fun to discuss Um, But you know what? Most importantly, this podcast is just to have fun. I hope it brings a smile to your face, uh, you feel like you're a part of maybe a community, and, and that is my overall goal with the Gen X Gamers podcast. Before I go into today's main content, area, I wanted to talk a little bit about the podcast and just a call to action to all of you. So I would love for you to subscribe to the podcast, obviously. So I implore you, please join the community, get it started. Um, Obviously, we're just rolling this out, so it may be slow at first, but you can add to that by uh, subscribing. Feel free to give us a review. All feedback is helpful feedback, so please give us a review. Tell us what you think. And you can visit us, if you got to this podcast um, through a different way than going through with the website, um, you can visit us at genxgamers.us. Right now you can access the podcast through that website as well as uh, we will be putting up some future content there. We have plans for uh, YouTube videos and some other ideas in the works, which should be pretty fun. So once again, make sure you subscribe Lee Review, really excited to be here with you. So today, uh, to finish off the inaugural podcast of Gen X Gamers, you know, my, my main content it was to basically introduce and, and tell you where we're going with all of this, but how can I ignore and not bring up what is happening in the world today with regards to uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus that has taken us by storm. Uh, Ironically, I've been kind of following it for several months I have this thing for Asia. I backpacked Japan seven times. Um, I love going back out there. So I, I kind of, in my uh, in my flipbook news feed, I have anything going on in Asia pops up in my headlines. And so I've kind of been watching the coronavirus and watching it like grow into what it's become uh, worldwide it has been really interesting to watch and kind of scary. I won't lie. My anxiety has like soared through the roof. But taking um, a step away from some of the serious issues that come with discussing covid-19 i do kind of want to talk and bring up just the idea of how this has affected the world of gaming right like how does this how does this play into into gaming and and even in your world of gaming has it influenced your routines or patterns, maybe given you opportunities you didn't have before? I have some thoughts that I want to throw out there. And please know that every time every time I throw a, put up a podcast, I'm going to ask you a question and I'm going to implore you, I'm going to invite you to email us, email us, and answer the question. And I'd love to know what your thoughts are. So you can email us at genxgamers27 at gmail.com and feel free to answer the question. And my question is going to be, what role has video games taken on in your life during the coronavirus uh, that's happening all over the world? So with that in mind, I have a couple of thoughts. Uh, my first thought is, Obviously, so how has it affected the time that you're spending on gaming during the coronavirus, right? Like have others in your family that typically do not game, uh, have they joined in uh, and have they enjoyed it, right? What about you? Are you like chomping at the bit to play games and then all of a sudden you are stuck in your house and maybe some of the responsibilities that you had to do are no longer there because you're not allowed to leave or those places are closed? How has gaming filled that role, right? That's the question I was asking you. For myself, I have to say, honestly, when before I realized what a big deal this was going to be and how it was really going to impact the world, I thought to myself, ah, you know, I could be quarantined uh, in my house for 14 days. That's a perfect excuse to game and game and game and game, right? um and so gosh that'd be awesome and to be honest i have actually secluded myself um in my home for the last five days without really leaving i've left to the store a couple times um, and i have found myself with extra time and in my mind i'm i've obviously dedicated some to this podcast but i in my mind i'm like yeah i'm gonna game extra i'm gonna do more gaming than i've ever done before um And I was pretty excited about that. But I got to be honest, it's been harder than I thought it would be, right? Like, it's not that I get bored or my attention goes, but I almost feel guilty. Like, I'll I'll get on and I'll play one of my games for like, oh, I don't know, 45 minutes. And it'll whiz by, of course, and I want to keep going. But then something will pull at me. Like, instinctively, I'll turn it off and be like, I can't do this. I've got other things I need to do, right? Like, I've got other things going on in my life, don't I? And uh, and so I've actually had a hard time just like just launching into gaming nonstop. Um, that's not my normal routine. Normally my routine has been where I just come home from like a day's work, or I've been out on the road, and I come home and I just want to like you know de-stress and not think about anything. And then gaming is the perfect outlet for that but this has been different. It's knocked me off my routine. I'm interested to see where that goes and, and see what happens. Um, so that's been my experience with it. How's it affected yours, right? Like I was watching, I, this isn't necessarily video gaming, but you know, in this podcast, I anticipate us even covering and, and branching out into other forms of gaming, like tabletop and role-playing and all of that. But I have a buddy who now, with he has, he has a How many kids does he have? He has four kids and he's got them on laptops and they're virtually playing Pokemon battles with other kids. And I thought that's awesome. That's kind of like a a video game, right? uh, In in some sort of way. So uh, how has gaming played a role in your existence with the coronavirus? Please email us genxgamers27 at gmail.com. I would love to hear about it. Um, also, another thought that's come to my mind, for those who have been working at home, so a lot of people have been asked to work at home if possible, and when you're working at home, and if you've never worked at home before and suddenly you're asked to do so, it has to be hard, a hard transition. Not only are you going to have like family and other things pulling you and trying to distract you, but does gaming distract you as well? <laughs> like, do you have to hide your controllers? uh uh, just to like keep yourself focused on work or is your like you know 15 minute break that you'd take at work to you know go do whatever um is that now spent jumping on a game real quick because you have such easy access to it or maybe even if you have like turn-based games if you're playing you know like civilization or something on your pc and, uh, and, you know, you could easily take a couple turns, go back to work for 20 minutes, then suddenly it's sitting there waiting for you, right? Uh, that pause button, it can, be, it can be quite helpful in this, in this world. So I'm, I'm interested in, and I wonder if, uh, if that temptation has been an issue for those who have to work at home. I do have to say another interesting thing is servers have held up pretty well. Like in the different games I've been playing, I've expected... Uh, an increased number of players, which I'll read some of those reports here in a moment, but I've, I've expected that. And I figured that servers, we were going to run into major problems and that it was going to be like crashing. And then I was going to be really ticked off, (laughs) but actually I've seen very little issues. I, I had a couple that would it would close down for like 10 minutes, but they did a great job getting back up. And a lot of the sources that I've been reading have cited that gaming is up 75% in the last week. Uh, and you know, obviously with what's going on in the world, you could probably expect that to happen, um, but that's a lot, right? Like however many users you have, you, you add 75% to that. Could the servers really handle that? But kudos to the companies for being prepared for that, or putting all of their resources in it and seeing what was about to happen. Um, in fact, it's funny, you know i I have this big bay window, and normally this courtyard out in front of me is filled with people and with kids. And of course, it's it's totally empty right now, and I can't help but kind of smirk that over the last couple decades it seems like all of the rhetoric out there with regards to kids and gaming has been how do we get kids to stop being plugged in to their electronics and gaming and get outside and discover the world that we knew when we were little, right? Like I know you've heard that and probably agree with it and I agree with it to a certain point, but it's kind of ironic now that some people are using games to keep their kids inside and help them um, socially isolate, right? And keep that social distancing. Um, I think that's kind of just ironic. It's funny how the world can flip like that. In fact, Poland, Poland has launched a Minecraft server. Mashable reported this. Poland has launched a Minecraft server in an effort to keep the kids inside and help them do this social distancing. Ah, Who knows where the world's gonna end up, right? It just kind of flips from from one one year, one month, one day to the next. Anyway, coming back to the amount of users. Steam was recorded last Sunday, according to third-party database SteamDB that 20 million, 20.3 million concurrent users were on Steam last Sunday. Can you imagine those numbers? I mean, you think about that amount of people spread around the world accessing just the Steam platform, right? Like that's all I'm referring to is Steam and you take all the people who are out there gaming at once. If we didn't have video games and all of these people were self-quarantining, Right or, or even add on to, uh, to video games, just like our social networks and the electronics that we have at our fingertips. So let's go back even to the 80s. We still had some electronics, right? We still had TV and some things, I guess. What would you do with all of this time? I feel like my life existed outside of my house. You know, I, I mean, really, it did. Um, I definitely found time for all of my gaming and all of that. Um, but wow, it, it would have been so hard now kids at least can plug in and still tap into the world around them um, while being quarantined. man, it would have been a whole nother ball game uh, a number of years ago. Uh, so hey, hallelujah, we got electronics, right? And can you imagine how much money, how much money would be going in to Valve Corporation if it was a publicly traded company right now. I mean, with that many users, woo! I, I definitely when I saw that, I quickly started flipping through some of the stocks of different uh gaming companies and uh the esports companies. And they've actually done okay. Some have gone up and down, you know, with, with what's happened, but obviously I think, you know, they'll come out of this just fine. But um specifically with that Valve Corporation, man, if it was publicly traded right now, people I I, I would like to imagine that it would have done, you know, an inverse of what a lot of these other companies have done regarding um, what's happened, but maybe not, you know, I noticed Netflix and, uh, some of these others haven't necessarily skyrocketed, but just some food for thought, some interesting things to think about. So Corona, you know, it, it arrived and, and it's a, it's a real issue that's hit our world and obviously very serious, um, with the amount of deaths that are taking place out there. And I, I am actually on that, on that bandwagon, if we even call it that now at this point, that we should definitely take precautions to to protect ourselves and our families. But it's just interesting how gaming um, can actually be very useful in these times and in the midst of this crisis. So uh, once again, I'm interested to hear how gaming has uh, taken on, uh, what role it's taken on in your life with social distancing in the midst of this worldwide crisis. I'm there. We did it. The first podcast is coming to an end. I'm excited to begin this adventure. I hope that you've enjoyed this first podcast and that at the very least, it's just a welcome mat, right? Like you're just standing there, you're kind of looking in the house, seeing what I'm gonna offer. Hopefully you're interested. I hope that you're willing to subscribe. Check out a few more uh, podcasts in the future. I plan on releasing one a week um, get on, subscribe, review this first one. If you want to wait a few more and review in the future, I get it. Uh, we plan on doing some promotional items and anybody that reviews, even before I launch the promotional, you'll be included in that. Um, you can always respond to us at, at uh, genxgamers27 at gmail.com and you can also get more information at genxgamers.us. That is it. This is Kit I am done. Have a great week.